Oh my god. What the fuck has this season become? Let's talk some Knicks without a knack. It's no secret. Holy fucking shit. Here we are back again. More unqualified, unadulterated, and incredibly unsatisfying rants on your New York Knickerbockers. You, of course, are listening to the Without an Act podcast. I am your host, Ryan Quigley, live from Without an Act Studios, better known as my fucking closet. I'll tell you, man. I know I usually start with like, oh, you know, it's been a few weeks since I I did the stupid podcast. And, you know, I, I'm i going to do it again. But listen, man, here's my excuse. I was waiting for either a really fucking great win, like a clear win to jump back on the wagon, or like a really bad spanking to get back on the wagon. And people are going to say, oh, the Cavs game, it was a terrible loss a game we should have won, a game we so easily could have won. There's like no fucking excuse. But I hadn't earned the right to get on for that game. That game was <laughs> that game was so painful. And I had been on and off throughout the whole season that I couldn't do it. And I know it's been a while since I like even I don't even know since I even spoke since I tweeted anything, man. And I'll tell you, it's just like this season has just been a kick in the balls after kick in the balls after kick in the balls. Because the it uh, truthfully, every single time you think they've turned it around, they're like, nope. God fucking no. No! No! <laughs> you thought that was real? Campbell Walker, Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Oh, you th- oh no! No! That was a one-time thing! You don't get consistent point guard play. What do we had? Like two games where Mitch and Nerlens were healthy for a full game where they had good games? What the fuck? No. No. Alec Burks was the best player on planet Earth for what? S- seven games? I don't know. Evan Fournier, he dry, he's either dropping uh, Evan Fournier, man. I mean, he's kind of like he's kind of plateaued from from going back and forth from from being his like, you know, I don't know, 1 for 9 from 3, 22 minutes sitting fourth quarters. Or he'll or he was dropping 42 points. I guess when he was playing Boston or or Orlando or whatever. I don't know, man. I'm rambling on purpose because I don't want to get to Julius Randle. I don't want to say that man's name. One of these days, if I ever, if I ever, if 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 the Without an Act podcast ever finds a way to fit comfortably into my life, I want to go back and listen to all the shit I've said. All the shit I know. There's only been what nine episodes or something, but I want to go back and listen to all the garbage that I spouted. All the bullshit. I know that for a fact. I'm in the closet. The the wall is adjacent to my neighbor's apartment. He's like, "What the hell is this man screaming about?" And I know for a fact, I said so many good things about Julius Randle when we signed Randle to that to that extension. I thought it was a fleece. 
I was like, we got him. We got him. I don't know why you signed that, Julius. And now, like, Julius Randle before the season was going on about how he wanted to, how he purposely took a pay cut so that we could build around him in New York. That's what he wanted. He wanted us to go out, go out and get star players to play alongside him so that we could eventually win a championship. And he wanted to commit to us and we commit to him. And we kind of obliged. And, man, I just... I. <laughs> I feel like I'm being, I feel like I've been dumped or cheated. I don't know. It's an emotional thing going on in my heart because he whine, he, he, he outwardly appears to whine like a baby because he is no longer the face, the, the face of the franchise. We could go on about how RJ Barrett looks good. Quite frankly, I don't give a crap. Quite, of course I care. Of course I give a crap. But you know what I'm saying? Quite frankly, I don't give a crap because the team's not winning. Remember when Colin Sexton was a young star on the Cavs? But nobody gave, nobody gave a crap because the Cavs weren't winning. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean shit if you cannot win. And in order for this team to win as currently constituted, Julius Randle needs to go. Now, what does it mean, Julius Randle needs to go? What the fuck does that mean? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's, it has something to do with him becoming a bad shooter. Or maybe, maybe it has something to do with last year for whatever reason, for those handful of games, he was a really good shooter. Or at least a very good shooter. And now he's reverted into being a, not a very bad, but a pretty bad shooter. A pretty not good shooter. And, like, at least, I don't know, I haven't looked into the numbers at all, but, like, it does he's not giving consistent effort on defense. He's sitting on the end of the bench bitching and moaning. There was the whole press conference thing where he wasn't made available. Whose fault was that? What happened in the locker room that they didn't make him available? He's saying, "Oh, it's a team thing. It's as simple as that. The team just didn't make me available. I appreciate Mr. Dolan." Well, okay. How about you fucking own it? First of all, he gave the thumbs. We're going. This is how far I, I haven't like said anything. He gives the thumbs the thumbs down to the crowd. He issues the apology. He had the the reporters gave him three questions the next day when he was finally made available at 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 practice or shoot around or wherever the fuck it was. To 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 all he needed to do was give one suck off to the fan base. All he needed to do is say once, you know, they're right. I shouldn't behave that way. I shouldn't do it. He just had to wear it. He had to wear it with his voice, but he said, ah, I, I already addressed it. I already addressed it. Well, that's good. Well, that's good. Yeah, no, now we have faith that you're the leader of the franchise. Now, that we, now, now no one feels any remorse that you are now the face of the New York Knickerbockers. Yeah, that's all we need, Julius. I'm glad you addressed it. I had forgotten. Are you kidding me? What kind of leader does that? Not to mention that you're playing like fucking garbage. I don't know, man. I'm a Jul- you talk to anybody who's close to me, who who like you know banters with Nick, me, uh, Nick's on the side. I'm a Julius Randall defender, man. 
I'm big on Julius Randle, but if you're going to bitch and moan because we don't have Alfred Payton and Reggie Bullock anymore, are you kidding me? Adjust, brother. Adjust. Learn how to fucking play. Because right now, I don't know, I'm not an X's and O's guy. I never played competitive basketball. That's why these rants are unqualified. That's why I say that shit at the beginning without an act podcast. Because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But when I'm watching the Knicks, it looks like when someone else is featured, he almost refuses to be featured. He'll throw his little bullshit screen and he'll let the cold play run out. But if it doesn't look good, he's just going to take it to the corner three, do some bullshit, and either drive or do some stupid step back. And it just it just screams like, bro, you don't have to do that anymore because you don't have Alfred Payton anymore. And I understand that Kemba Walker is not a great fit, at least defensively. And this is, if anything... Something that's shown that their 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 offense could lead into could bleed into their defense and make things worse and start affecting things. But for what it's worth, the past few weeks or the past month, they've been like a top five, top three defense in basketball. That's just the truth. Obviously, they weren't tonight, but that also had a lot to do with the fucking Heat. What did the Heat shoot from three? I have it in front of me. The Heat shot forty three percent from three. Right. I mean, you could say that they closed out, but they shot 16 for 37 from three. Duncan Robinson had how, how it felt like Duncan Robinson. He made seven. Th- Duncan Robinson made seven threes coming off screens and shit. Like, I don't know. If Duncan Robinson makes half as many, I mean, well, no, this is garbage time. He makes half as many. Three times three is nine. It's 96, 101. But again, that's accounting for guard where, you know, yeah. Anytime you see Jericho Sims come off the fucking bench. Watch him be an all-star next year. By the way, I'm going to go through the Knicks box score and just continue to rant. Because I'm, I'm emotional. I'm working through my emotions right now, right? But people need to calm down about, oh, why aren't we playing Cam Reddish? First of all, you got some Cam Reddish tonight. He's not going to look fantastic. This is clearly like a system-oriented thing. You need to fit into unless your name is Julius Randle, <laughs> Tibbs isn't gonna play you if you if you're not like one of his guys. He barely plays fucking Obi Toppin. He's not gonna go out of his way to play Cam Cam Reddish 15, 20 minutes a night right now. That sort of leads me into the trade deadline. Let me get through the box score. Let me get finish finish talking shit about this game and then we'll 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 talk about the trade deadline. But if Cam plays three minutes, great. If he plays, if he gets a couple DMPs, fine. If he tonight he played ten minutes, okay, perfect. Those are ten garbage time minutes that he played because we were getting fucking spanked by the Miami Heat. Who? Okay, I'm gonna get to the game. I promise. But a concern of mine always has been when we were going through this roller coaster of what this season was when we were above 500, when we weren't, when we were beating all these bad teams. Uh, when Julius Randle started to turn it around, when Kemba, these this roller coaster of emotions that we've had, um, I always kind of thought, and it's still like a prevailing theory of mine: Are we as fans just getting caught up in the minutia of, you know, like a mediocre team season? Like, are we? Of course, we're overreacting. But when we say things like, oh, we have to trade Julius Randle, we can't build around Julius Randle. Or when we say things like, 
uh, R.J. Barrett can't play with Julius Randle. If Julius Randle wasn't on the team, R.J. Barrett would would average twenty five points a game, and Obi Toppin would would be would have fifteen and ten. Uh, you know, when we say when we say things like that, when we say things like we have to trade Alec Burks or we have to play Cameron, these all these inflammatory takes. Are we just getting caught up? Are we just too close to it? Do you know what I'm saying? I know I'm not doing a great job of verbalizing, but are we just too fucking close to the season? Like I like I I, I like I write stupid things. Like I write in my free time. It's a thing that I do. And when you write, I obviously don't write for the show, but <laughs> but when you write, it could it, whether it takes you a few weeks or a few months or even a few years. And it's something that you're working on several times a week, if not every single day. You finally finish it and you read it through and you're like, there's nothing that I can cut. There's absolutely nothing. I can't part with a single thing. And then people read it and they're like, yeah, it's fine. And so then, but then you finally take a break. You, you take like a month off and you go back to it. And you're like, oh, I can cut like 10 pages off this piece of shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we we marry ourselves to things that are right next to us. That's just like a human being thing, and we overreact about these things. So I worry that we are getting too caught up in what is Vegas picked it a forty-one win team or so, uh, and, you know, and we're freaking out about it because Julius Randle, a guy we thought was a forty percent three-point shooter, shoot fifty-three percent from the field or whatever his effective field goal percentage was and he's just like no I'm not that guy I'm closer to 30 percent from three it's just is what it is and you guess what I really miss playing with fucking Alfred Payton I don't know but I don't even remember what my point was I'm just going to go through the 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 stupid thing Julius Randall 27 minutes he shot 11 he made 11 points Six rebounds, 0 for 3 from 3. Four assists. I had money on a Julius Randle double-double. Isn't that funny? I also have, if you guys want the cheat codes, here are my two cheat codes that I, I wager on like almost every Nick game. First one is Mitchell Robinson double-double. It's almost always plus 300, if not plus 500. Uh, and in garbage time, Mitch, he had seven points, 10 rebounds. And it, 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 he probably should have had he probably should have had those those three extra points. That's the cheat code. Mitchell Robinson. There's always plus money on the double double, and uh, the other one is R.J. Barrett steals plus uh, steals plus blocks, blocks plus, plus steals, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's almost always zero point five, so it just needs one of the either, and it's almost always plus money. Or you could throw that on top of a parlay. It's a lock, baby. I'm a I'm a gam I'm a, I'm a gambling shark. Uh, yeah, every, this is Clyde's new favorite thing where he talks about every starter is a plus minus minus, <laughs> which I don't know who the fuck told Clyde about plus minus and how like they didn't tell him that it's not the end of all, but it's his new favorite stat. And I'm here to tell you that every single Nick starter was a plus minus minus, <laughs> including, uh, RJ Barrett, who's minus 36 and Julius Randall, who's minus 34. Uh, so that's fucking great, isn't it? Uh, what other basic ass stats do we have? Evan Fournier seven points, two for five from three. Uh, Campbell Walker seven points, zero rebounds, zero assists, two for seven from three. He's just not part of the team, man. He's just got to go. He's just got to go. I don't know if we need to cut him, or if we're gonna trade him for for some garbage, 
or what? I'll tell you what trade works out really fucking well. He can go right to the uh, to our old friend, the Dallas Mavericks, and depending on on how what they feel like doing. But all you got to do is throw us. Uh, you want to do Kemba Walker for Reggie Bullock just for no reason? I'd do that tomorrow. I don't know how he's going to fit. It's not going to help the wing logjam. It's going to obviously hurt that, but I really don't give a fuck. What would make more sense is, uh, you know, you could say, hey, we'll give you Alec Burks. We'll give you Alec Burks because they just, Tim Hardaway Jr. just broke his fucking foot. You take Alec Burks and we'll give you a couple picks or you want your first pick back, whatever. Uh, you can give us uh, Jalen Brunson and we can take back Bullock for salary. You want to do that? And then we can might be able to move. I don't know. We want to trade. If we want to do a three teamer, trade Bullock somewhere else. He could probably help out somebody. I don't know. I don't know, man. We need a driving point guard who isn't Kemba Walker. I get why the Kemba Walker thing worked, or uh, it worked in theory, uh, but in practice, it's just not happening. And it's just he's got to go. He's just got to go. Kemball, it was a sick story. You saw him. I was, it's another thing that I was fucking screaming about that I thought it was I thought was so, so cool. <laughs> it's garbage. It was a lie. A farce. Our guy, Julius Randle, doesn't want it. And unless we trade him, wait, let's get through the game, then we'll, we'll fucking go back to where we could trade Julius Randle. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Mitch, 10 rebounds. When he's healthy and we don't, he's on the floor, he's just a double-double. I'm kind of upset that he's not really blocking shots anymore, or at least at the crazy rate that he was, but I guess it's a good thing that he's not fouling out as much as he was. Who cares, man? The season's lost. The season, By the way, yeah, this is me officially canceling the Knicks season. We're not making the playoffs. If we do, whoopee, but I don't think it's happening. I don't think it's happening. Make me eat my hat. Make me look stupid. You already have, Knicks. R.J. Barrett looks good, man. He looks like a solid, solid fucking player. The thing is... There's nobody like R.J. Barrett. How do I say this? There's nobody like R.J. Barrett that is the number one option on a championship team. That's easier than what I'm trying to say. R.J. Barrett is not that athletic, and he's never going to become twitchy like that. Like, he's never going to be able to blow by guys. He's never going to have a smooth step back. You know, like he's never going to be, he's never going to be saucy. He's never going to be saucy. And he's not like Giannis sized where he can be that herky jerky, you know what? I mean, like the Jimmy Butler is the closest thing to like him. Is that, is that stupid or does that make sense? Am I, am I, am I lying? Jimmy Butler, am I saying this out of convenience? Cause he's right in front of me. Jimmy Butler is like the closest thing to whatever the fuck RJ's ceiling is, I guess. I don't know. Or maybe I haven't watched enough uh, enough uh, basketball history that I don't see it, but I just don't think he's ever going to be a superstar. I think he's going to be a really fucking good player, and I think he's going to be a really fucking good leader. And I think he's built for New York. But I'll tell you, man, you give him two or three more seasons of the, of the, of the, the, the fucking shit that we're throwing out this season, he's not going to want to be here. So if you think that he loves New York that much, that he's willing to, to eat shit for years and years and years, yeah. Remember, I used to say that about Kristaps Porzingis. At any rate, who do we got on the bench? Jericho Sims. Who cares, bud? I hope you're. I hope you're practicing basketball. Obi Toppin had a nice little night. Eighteen points. Five. Hey, is Obi a stretch three now? Two for three from three, and then last game he was three for four. What the fuck? Who told him he was good at basketball? Look at that. Go Obi. That'd be nice, man. If Obi Toppin 
spruces things up. Played 21 minutes, but it was a lot of fucking garbage time in the second half. So who knows what Tibbs would have done if this was a competitive game. Uh, And we could talk about Tibbs too, man. I mean, like... If... When criticizing Tibbs, if the first thing that you tell me is, why isn't Cam Reddish playing? If that's the first thing out of your mouth, you lose all credibility, with me at least. You lose every drop of credibility for what I said before. Cam Reddish does not need to play right now. Like, he doesn't know the system. He's brand fucking new. Too many wings, too many of our young wings, too many, well, Alec Burks isn't playing great, but Alec Burks was one of our best players for the majority of the season. We have too many wings, and there's no reason to force Cam... There's no reason to bench one of them for Cam Reddish at this point in time. Cam Reddish will get a look later on in the season, and we're if we extend them, we extend them. If not, if not, who cares? We'll figure that out. But if that's the first thing, if that's your first criticism of Tim's, it can be a criticism, but if that's your first one, I don't care. Shut up. If your first criticism is... We need more OB. Well, no, okay. Let me. If your fr- first criticism is uh, Tibbs can't adjust mid game, what the fuck? You you're you're making that up. You're you you what? Like what? It like you want him to draw better plays? You want him to? You want him to bench Julius Randle? You can't do that. You can't you can't bench Julius Randle that early. He already be- he benched Kemba. He benched Kemba, and that we th- we thought he was dead wrong, and now he's looking pretty fucking right for doing it. Again, it's go and you could tie into the, what I said before about the minutia. Like, are we getting too caught up in the micro as opposed to the macro? But adjust in game, like in game adjustment. Like you're making that up. You're fucking making that up. That doesn't mean anything. You can't name a specific thing. I don't believe that you believe that. You're just saying that because you read it somewhere. Which is fine. I read a lot of things and I say them just because of that reason. But that that doesn't make sense. If you want more Obi or you want Obi to have a longer leash, I probably agree with you. But again, we just extended Julius Randle. We made a public commitment to build around Julius Randle. It is not working out. The second that we begin benching Julius Randle for Obi Toppin, who is far, well, I was going to say he's far from a good player at this point in time. I don't know if that's true. He is far from Tibbs' ideal power forward. Is that fair to say? I think that's fairer. Uh, you You can't in good faith expect Tibbs to do that. You just can't. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know what other criticisms you could have other than that we have regressed from last year. And in, and even so, we're three games under 500 in a crowded East, like with a with multiple of our not just players, multiple of our starters having any which way that you could say it pretty bad fucking pretty bad to miserable seasons individually. So I mean like that's probably pretty good. I think that I think that the future is going to be very nice to Tibbs in this season. 
I have I have a funny feeling, and I hope I'm wrong, but I have a funny feeling that in a couple years we're going to look back and we're going to be like, oh, that was like a sneaky garbage roster. <laughs> that was a sneaky garbage roster filled with kind of like really young players and players that had fluky seasons. I have a funny feeling or players that were done without naming names. You can, you can fill in the dots yourself. But I don't know. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is actually a good job that Tibbs is doing, man. I couldn't fucking tell you. What else in this season? Cam Reddish, six points. He made a three. He didn't have a block. He had a block, right? I think he had a cool block. Yeah. Yeah, he had a little block. Obi had a block. Taj had two blocks. Taj, you could tell that he's starting to get tired of playing. <laughs> you could tell he's starting to get pissed that Nerland's in the well. And his fucking long ass legs and his stupid butterfingers are <laughs> injured still. You could tell that he's like, I, I really should only be playing 30 games a year. <laughs> uh, but again, it's a it's a ble- it's a it's a luxury to have Dodge Gibson as your third string center. It would this team would be in a bad place if our third string center was Jericho Sims. I'll say that much. And IQ had a nice little game, 12 points, two of five. From three, four for nine overall. Seven assists. I didn't see that. That's pretty good. And Quentin Grimes, man. He's just a defender. He's my kind of player. He's the Reggie Bullock of the year. We just have to find our Alfred Payton of the year (laughs) for fucking Julius Randle to stop whining. In all seriousness, man, I kind of, I worry about Julius Randle's mental health. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry that I'm laughing about it. But, like, I hope he's doing okay because... The reality of the situation is that you could go to any quarter of New York City and any fucking bum or 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 uh, a cop or dude fucking driving a horse and buggy or someone delivering DoorDash or one of those Buddhist guys trying to sell you a bracelet what you could ask any single person in New York City and they know that Julius Randle is playing like ass. They know the Knicks stink. They know the Nets are good, but nobody cares. And they know that Julius Randle is not playing well at all. They know that he's a bum and he had like, a, didn't he have like a weird like thing with the media? And they every single person knows that. And his family knows that. And his kid is old enough to know that. Like, I don't know, man. He needs he needs something. Or maybe he's or maybe we're all fools. And this is all part of their plan. Yeah, right. I don't know, man. This team's taking a lot out of me and I I, I, I don't blame anybody. I don't blame anybody who uh who might be out on them. Because I I I said it. I am. I don't think they're making the playoffs this year. What did I say? Forty eight wins this year? Three seed? Yeah. Yeah, right. PJ Tucker. Went off for twenty points. Like it, I mean, like they could have. Knicks could have closed out stronger the whole game. But what the fuck are you gonna do, man? What the fuck are you gonna do? I don't know. It's also just like a really fucking good team. This at this bad to mediocre Knicks team is supposed to lose to the championship contending or at least Eastern Conference contending Miami Heat. That's supposed to happen. Everybody had this down as a loss. People are going to have a lot of games down for losses coming up for the Knicks. And that's just true. It's just it felt like a real 
it felt like we got bent over Jimmy Butler's lap and we got fucking pow pow. Okay, Saran, man, that's the game. Dust it off. Can't sulk far much longer. I don't know. I've been talking for 27 minutes. Um, but where the fuck do we go from here? I don't want to tank. I'll tell you that much. I don't want to tank. I don't want to. I don't want to go out. I don't want to go off trading. I don't want to trade Nerlens Noel and 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 throw and have like Taj Gibson be our full time backup and Jericho Sims be our. I don't. I don't want to do that. Uh, just for no reason. I don't want to trade Burks for like a pick. I don't think unless it's like a. If I'm trading Burks for a late first round pick. I mean, I could be talked into it. I just don't know if it's the right thing. I don't want to trade Derrick Rose. Don't want to do that. That's who the team is missing. We're missing D Rose. Just for just sort of like a steady hand, bro. Because, man, Julius is he's not he is not at least outwardly. I wish either he's like really hurting, or he's just inept at PR. Or he just doesn't give a fuck what anybody else thinks, which is admirable in certain ways. But good fucking lord, bud, we just want you to play. Of course we're booing. Of course, of course we're booing because you stink. I'm not a huge booer, but if you stink as bad as Randall or as bad as the team does, yeah, it's okay to boo, or at least it makes sense to boo. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you? Are we watching the same television show? It's New York Knicks back. You're paid $24 million a year. I want to boo if I want to. <laughs> I don't know. So what? You want to trade Julius Randle? What are you training him for? I don't know. I'm seeing the CJ McCollum for Julius Randle things. I mean, Sure. Sure. There are so many Randall trades that I've read that I'm like, sure. McCollum for Randall and some other bullshit. And we throw throw back Burks or something. Or there's wild three team. Sure. Yeah, sure. I'll do that. Again, I don't know how that helps anybody. So you're going to start Obi at the four, RJ at the three. I guess you're going to, I don't know. You're going to trade Fournier for nothing. I don't know. Doesn't fucking make sense. You're gonna trade Randall to Sacramento and we get back Harrison Barnes or De'Aaron Fox. We have to give up three first round picks for De'Aaron Fox. Right? Yeah, sure. Sure. Sounds good. Or even better, yeah, let's trade let's trade how about we trade Randall for Ben Simmons? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Right. <laughs> Julius Randall. Once king, heavy is the heavy is the the head that wears the crown. The crown has become too heavy. Julius Randle has has lost his mental wits. Uh, New York broke him. Well, I know what we should do. We should get someone uh, who who might as well wear a you know one of the a metal magneto helmet. That's how you know how much mental fortitude he has. I know just the fella, Ben Simmons of Philadelphia. Yeah. Not like that guy got scared of making layups or anything. <laughs> Not like that guy. Not like all that guy needs to do is be able to knock down a 10-foot jump shot to become a superstar, and he refuses to do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the fucking guy. That's the guy that I want in place of Julius Randle. 
I don't know. I don't know where else you want to trade Julius Randle to. I don't know who else. I don't know who would want Julius Randle. Uh, I don't know how the Knicks could get away with trading Julius Randle this season. I would love to trade Evan Fournier. I'm over it. Like I'm happy that he's like found like sort of like a plateau where he's like okay most nights. I'm happy with that. Uh, in the same sentence, I've had enough. Thank you. Please carry on. Do adieu. How do you say French? Au revoir. Goodbye. <laughs> no thanks. I'm okay. Yeah, I trade. If Evan Fournier, here's what I would do. I would have Evan Fournier average like 30 points for like a week, right? And then I would trade him for Miles Turner straight up. Evan Fournier, Miles Turner, straight up, shake hands. I don't know, man. We need a point guard. If Jalen, if the Nick, if the, I don't know why the Mavs would. Tra- I don't. Know, I'm surprised that I'm reading it because maybe I just I'm not educated enough. But people saying that like, uh, like oh, there's an actual chance that the Knicks trade for Jalen Brunson this year. It doesn't. I don't know why the Mavs would trade Jalen Brunson this year. Like they're not that bad, and Jalen Jalen Brunson's a clear asset. I don't know why you would be that eager. To get rid, like, why would you make your like Jonathan Macri says it the best from Nick's Film School podcast? Why would you make your team worse for no re- like this year? Why would you do that? But if you're gonna do that, yeah, sure, the Knicks should trade for him because he's the guy. I think I think he's their target. I think he's their target, but I don't see how it's going to happen this year. I don't know. I don't. But he he would make a lot of sense if you want to back up the truck for people. Dejounte Murray. But I don't know why on earth the Spurs would ever fucking trade him. These are guys that that would probably these are like Julius Randle point guards, Alfred Payton, but better. You know, Dejounte Murray, Malcolm Brogdon. I could be sold on Fox, but I don't think they would work because he's not a good shooter. But neither was Alfred. Am I right? <laughs> Can you tell that I'm fucking bummed out? Can you tell that I'm fucking bummed out? It affects me, man. Affects me. I was bullish on this team. The Knicks, because you feel you feel like uh, you feel that you watch so much bad basketball, and you felt like it was more or less behind you. And I guess it's a it's privilege to say that it isn't, but I don't fucking know. The positive: we have a lot of young players that are playing very well. Quentin Grimes playing very well. Obi Toppin had a great game tonight. IQ okay. I've, you know what? I wish that I wish IQ would turn his jump shot around. Maybe, maybe he's starting to because maybe that's the guy that should be starting next to Julius Randle. He's not really a drive guy, but I don't know. Maybe he would fix shit. I don't know. I don't think anybody knows. I don't think fucking Tibbs knows. But I think we're gonna see Kemba until we get rid of him or trade him or cut him. There's gonna be a lot to talk about at this trade deadline, man. There's gonna be a lot. A lot to break down. A lot of rumors, probably. Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows? I don't feel like doing an around the league section. I really don't. I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off and sad. I don't think any of my bets hit tonight. So, that really stinks. At any rate, uh, if you got a kick out of any of my depression here, uh, please... It would mean a lot to me if you uh, if you never listened to the podcast again. That would be nice because it would put me out of my misery. Now, uh, you know, you should you should press any button available to you, whether it's a follow or a like, um, what have you. 
It's fine. Or don't. Or don't. It's really okay if you don't. But, um, you know, something. I don't know. Kyrie Irving's playing basketball. James Harden wants out of Brooklyn, probably. Or maybe. Who knows? He's going to go to Philly. Doesn't want to come to the Knicks. Nobody wants to come to the Knicks anymore. Remember that? Remember everybody wanted to come to the Knicks? Yeah. Oh, the days. Oh, the fucking days. But, you know, if you can't tell, I'm a little exhausted. And the reason I'm exhausted is because I talked all the Knicks I could. I really fucking could. <laughs> Good God. But guess what? Much like the Knicks, I still don't have a knack. I'll see you guys. It's no secret. It's plain to see.